want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hey everyone, welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. It's Spy versus Strock versus Spy versus SHTF versus all of us. Ah, It's incredible, folks. It is hit the fan. Are you ready? Are you truly ready? Are you fully prepared? Do you have all the things you need, right? Like food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. You have that plan of yours all set. We're in uh, dire circumstances. We're in dire straits now. Uh, we've uh, <clears throat> been diagnosed using standard diagnostic techniques to determine that we're in a recession as if we needed that to tell us, yeah, shit's getting a little rough. Unbelievable, folks, what's going on. Welcome back. We are doing the monologue and Q&A session on this wacky wild wednesday so welcome everyone welcome one welcome all let's get into it um we got a lot to talk about and it is not good right now i have to start off by saying uh liz cheney liz piggy right of wyoming liz cheney famed anti-trumper liz cheney daughter of dick cheney liz cheney uh leader on the january 6th committee to try and prove that americans are insurrectionists and that president donald trump did not say all the things he said on january 6th but instead was the mastermind behind an unarmed non-violent uh unnamed insurrection unbelievable folks Liz Cheney got her ass kicked, kicked. It wasn't the general election, folks. It was a primary election. And she did not even get one-fourth of the votes. A, a name like Cheney, well-known politician, Liz Cheney, uh, serving three terms in Congress, a strong or should have been a strong incumbent, Liz Cheney, got her ass handed to her, right? The winner of the primary, well over 50%. Liz Cheney getting less than a quarter of the percent. She is gone. She's lame duck. She's powerless. She does not speak for the people of Wyoming. They just spoke, and they spoke loudly. Now we've got another uh, kind of a January 6th jackass, right? kind of a, 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 shall we say, pious butthole, Mike Pence, former vice president, who on January 6th failed to uphold the duty that we all saw very clearly, which was to hey, say, hey, 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 we got some serious problems with this election. Let's take a peek, shall we? And he chose instead to not, right now, he came out and had to comment about the raid on President Trump's private residence. And he said this, quote, calls to defund the FBI are just as wrong as calls to defund the police. Well, the FBI is a singular federal law enforcement institution. There are many other law enforcement institutions working with that same jurisdiction that look for things illegal and have arrest powers, uh, warrant execution powers, investigative powers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not like going to the city of Minneapolis and saying, defund the police, and there not being another single law enforcement institution with the authority to do what they needed to do in Minneapolis to maintain law and order. In other words, Mike, you're an idiot. Right. Here's your sign. Um, all police stations are not politicized to the extent that they are corrupt and controlled 
by partisans who have lifetime appointments running the show. Uh, the FBI is not like any other police department, folks. And I'm going to just disagree with, with Mike, who is trying to make a statement here and try and sound like he's magnanimous and, and nonpartisan. Well, it's completely the opposite. He's a freaking snake, right? Calls to defund the FBI are not just as wrong to calls to call for defunding police departments and sheriff's departments, right? Saying the FBI are bastards is not the same as saying all cops are bastards. It's quite a difference. Uh, I can't remember the FBI taking actions where both parties, that is both sides of the partisan aisle, stand up and say, yes, the FBI kicks some ass. No, no, we, we, we tend to get partisan moves by the FBI. And, and if we want to talk about corruption, right? when was the last time a police department recruited, shall we say, spies or informants to go in and try and prompt a group to commit a felony, kidnap a governor? When was the last time a police department did that? and then got caught, and then had their agents beating their wives, and then had agents sleeping with people, committing other crimes. Yeah, the FBI is quite special, are they not? Right? When was the last time right, we all cheered the FBI? Good job on not stopping that shooter. Good job on not stopping the next shooter, and then the next shooter, and good job on being aware of the psychopaths out there and not doing anything about it. Good job, FBI. No, no, people aren't doing that. Not doing that. Well, <clears throat> let's have someone that we can say good job to. Well, Governor DeSantis over in Florida. Right? The, the, the Soros-funded, Soros-backed Florida prosecutor, Andrew Warren, guess what he's doing? Well, he's the one that DeSantis suspended for not doing his job, for picking and choosing what law to enforce and allowing lawbreakers to go free. Well, he's now suing Governor DeSantis. And, and you're probably thinking, what the heck? Well, I want to give someone on Twitter credit. They made a nice comment. Going to give them credit. It would be Toon Goon said, so let me get this straight. This scoff law wants the law to put him back in office so he can, get, so he can continue Ignoring the law. Is that about right? The answer is, the, yeah, that's about right. The scoff law or person who scoffs at the law. The scoff law wants the law to put him back in office. So he wants to sue and use the court to give him power so he can choose not to use his power to enforce the law that he has sworn an oath and taken the charge you will enforce the law and then say, I'm not enforcing the law. I'm just here for a paycheck and a political purpose. Okay, now, <clears throat> spy versus Strzok versus spy. Uh, just, I don't even know where to go with a lot of this, folks. You know, there are huge concerns now that have just become relevant. Remember Peter Strzok, the evil elf? Well, <laughs> He's featured on the thumbnail for this video. You know, the evil little elf, sneering, frowning. Uh, and this is at congressional people, congressional representatives who are trying to get to the bottom of what the hell they did back in 2016. And Strzok was highly arrogant, snotty, snooty, right? Well, there seems to be indications uh, that Strzok's connection to the FBI uh, is tenuous, that there's something really weird here. Did he work for the FBI or really did he work for the CIA? Right? Well, there's a piece of paper where uh, <clears throat> he signed his name as CIA section chief. How can you be an FBI employee but sign paperwork for the CIA? Also, folks, Peter Strzok 
went straight from the army to the White House in assignment and did not go to FBI Academy. Once again, just some questions here, folks. The evil elf was very, very, very insider, it seems. Very, very, very much deep state. Uh, who may have worked for both the FBI and the CIA, if that's possible, playing a much bigger part in the coup and spying and corruption of the 2016 election, bigger than anyone could know. And kind of the problem, folks, you're like, well, so what, FBI, CIA, who gives a shit? Well, the CIA is not authorized. It's not chartered to um, work to do operations on domestic soil. So, quite interesting, no? This guy, he's popping back up. We're starting to see more and more crap. Unbelievable. So I have a lot of questions, you know. SHTF, it's here, is it not? It has hit the fan. It has hit the fan. Well, <clears throat> They're pushing for it, folks. They're pushing harder and harder. Uh, we, we've heard lately, uh, as of late, that things are blowing up in Crimea, on the Crimean Peninsula, right? This real estate that Russia has uh, owned and then, as of late in the last decade, occupied. Well, Zelensky is warning that civilians should stay away from targets in Crimea, basically signaling telegraphing that they're going to be more attacks. They've been blowing up ammunition. They've been blowing up fuel depots. Now, Zelensky is a tool. He's a puppet of the World Economic Forum. I don't think anyone is disputing that anymore. Right? It, it makes no sense that a country, uh, Ukraine, that has committed war atrocities against um people they consider to be rival ethnicities, that would be uh, ethnic Russians. In fact, Ukraine, uh, I believe, roughly translates to outskirts, meaning Ukraine is the outskirts of Russia, right? Far away territory, but part of Russia. Be that as it may, folks, right? Announcing war. You don't do that. You never announce war or attack if you're going to attack. It's a political statement that Zelensky is warning. More shit is going to happen. And his masters, the World Economic Forum, they're the ones, along with the CIA, probably, folks, MI6, which is the, the British version of the CIA. I'm sure that they had their part to play, too, in training operatives, along with other members of the military-industrial complex who like to train foreign, shall we say, insurrectionists to take control of governments. That's right. Targets in Crimea. Uh, they're escalating the war, folks. They're raising the tension levels. I do not want a nuclear war. I do not, uh, don't, definitely do not want a neutron bomb war. I don't want to be irradiated with... <clears throat> Just, I don't think anyone wants it, but these people are pushing it. Are you prepared? Do you have food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, and means of self-defense? Do you have it put together? Right. Once again, we, we have problems with food in this country. We have problems with water. We have problems with, well, peace, security. We have problems in our country with our own government. Do we, you know, do we really think that we're out of the woods not really, folks. They can they can trigger a war anytime, I suppose. That's what they keep doing, antagonizing Russia. Well, instead of attacking, folks, you would think that Zelensky and his efforts would be better spent attacking Russian soldiers in territories that they captured for the people of Donetsk and the people of Luhansk. Those are the people who wanted to be done with Ukraine and become independent. Instead, Zelensky is attacking in Crimea. I have a funny feeling that this means that, well, Putin's going to say, well, 
you want to attack us outside of conflict areas, then we'll attack you outside of conflict areas. Kiev is due for some very loud explosions, folks. That's what I see coming from this. I really do. I mean, this, this, everything they're doing is to destabilize, confuse, and scare people. By the way, eight children now in the United States of America have tested positive for monkeypox. Yeah, I'm going to flip right on over the old medical war we're dealing with. Uh, they couldn't scare people, folks, with the uh, uh, the Deltacron, right? They couldn't scare anyone with the Omicron or the Delta or the Deltacron or any of their other scary names. So then they 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 managed to turn monkeypox loose on us, and then we discover well, it's really only transmitted uh, inside the homosexual population. Well, over the weekend, they discovered that uh, a dog got it. A dog got it in in France because its owners are two, uh, shall we say, chocolate lovers. And now eight children in the U.S. have it. I have to say, I wonder how, how, and how that happened. I would think that anytime children end up with monkeypox, Based on the statistical information we have on its transmission and transmissibility, I think they need to start asking some more questions about who is touching these children and how they're coming in contact with this virus. Uh, folks, it's incredible. Well, while we're on this topic of responsibility, disease, and the infliction of the innocent by this. How about this? Uh, in England and America and other places, they're just they're getting rid of the requirements for monkey, you know, uh, cerveceba, not monkeypox, but cerveceba. Uh, you know, no more masks, no more mandates, no more testing. Right. In fact, in the Senate, they came up with a policy called "Don't test, don't tell," so they could make sure they could pass their legislation. Well, in Germany, an insurance, uh, uh, the, not just an insurance, but insurance companies, their claims, folks, are starting to show a very nasty negative trend. Millions, it's appearing now that millions of unreported Jim Jones juice injuries have occurred. And, oh, yeah, deaths as well. It's starting to come out. I mean, this is right on the heels of Pfizer's CEO, who claims to be double-juiced and double-boosted, right, getting it. He claimed that it was 100% effective, right? And he gets it. He comes down with Cerveza uh, bug. Well, folks, I, I'm just seeing a mad revolt coming. I'm waiting for organizations to develop that come together and say, if you have had a loved one um, who has been injured or killed and you suspect it is by Jim Jones Juice, we're forming a group, and I, I really hope they would be, to compile numbers, names and numbers of people, and then, folks, bring on the torches and pitchforks. I can't see how it doesn't happen. They're trying to stop it, but it's happening. I, I think it has to happen. It needs to happen. It's it's unbelievable, right? It, it just truly is unbelievable. By the way, get your questions into Jolene. Get them in there now. <laughs> We've got a, a nice little show. We've got, holy cow, uh, 124 messages already on all of the boards. I see that we've got our favorite people in there chatting away. That is terrific. Uman on, on the scene and Jolene as well. So get your questions in because I'm going to do the first 30 minutes and then you guys get the last 30 minutes of the show. And I want to thank you all who are here for sponsoring the show, supporting the show as premium members on the preparedmind.club and Subscribestar.com. Being on either of those gets you the same access 
to our premium content and to enjoy sitting in Monday through Friday on our live video discussions. Now, let us continue, folks, with this, this spy versus spy versus spy and the government versus the people and the governments of the world versus all the people of the world. Well, I learned today that Turkey has militarily struck northern Syria. Now, it's interesting. Turkey is, is a NATO country. Turkey uh, negotiated a deal with Russia to get grain out of Ukraine safely. But Turkey has now struck militarily Syria. And Syria, uh, the country of Syria, is an ally of Russia. And we, of course, had problems with Syria all the way back to the uh, Barack Hussein, Barry Satoro, Obama administration. But as usual, I try and look at things differently. I'm not just here to report the news, but to bring you some perspectives and opinions on it to help us all think about what the hell is going on, right? We've got a across the border offensive going on between Turkey and Syria. And, and Turkey likes to claim that terrorists around the world are targeting them, uh, terrorists that are now living in uh, what Finland and, uh, and Sweden. And we've got, you know, it, it's incredible. But Turkey is the second largest military in NATO. After the United States government, it's Turkey. And, and, and NATO has this thing, right? If anyone strikes a NATO country, a NATO member, a NATO ally, then all of NATO will come to their defense, right? Kind of a three musketeers thing. All for one, one for all. Well, if a NATO nation strikes another nation, can that attacked nation strike any or all NATO allies. After all, all for one, one for all. If you want to be part of a union, then you get to you get to suffer. And I'm just asking, you know, Syria, by the way, of course, allied to Russia, who is militarily allied to China, India, uh, Saudi Arabia, half the world's population. Right? Turkey is picking a fight here. Do they really want to do this? Do they really want to test this all-for-one, one-for-all theory? Will the rest of NATO say, hey, 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 Turkey, what the hell are you doing? Or do they all sit back and have a little phone conversation and go, yeah, yeah, let's screw around in Syria some more and piss off Russia? Interesting. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm of the opinion. I'm not certain I'm not certain that um, Turkey is is 100% allied, shall we say, psychologically or in, in some sort of commitment. They seem to be favorable to working with Russia on a lot of things. It's just how they seem to play. All righty, folks. I mean, it has hit the fan, and there is never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. I mean, whether we're talking about the macro scale, you know, huge numbers of uh, issues coming from countries, or the, the micro scale, what we see in our own cities and streets and our own lives, it's SHTF from the bottom to the top. It covers the entire political spectrum, left to right, right? I mean, it's not just war, and it's not just spying, and it's not just any one thing. It's every sector is infected with these anti-American, anti-freedom scumbags. I mean, this is incredible. What was Barack Hussein trying to get? Well, he was pushing for um, some sort of bastardized, fascistic medical system. You know, and, and they, they created it and called it the Affordable Care Act, right? Uh, sort of a weak, uh, or shall I say, well, a fascist version of socialized medicine, where you're forced to buy a private company's insurance, and then you get, well, higher prices and less service. Well, Canada does have, folks, socialized medicine, and it's no better, right? What did they, what did they offer? 
right? Trudeau's beautiful socialized medicine system literally told a wounded veteran, uh, made, made it, you know, available. Go ahead and kill yourself instead of paying to deal with his PTSD. I couldn't believe it when I heard that. I thought, really? They're going to, that's, that's what they're going to do? You know, well, you know, it's just something to consider. <laughs> really? Something to consider. <sighs> just, just unbelievable. Let me see if I can pull up some more details. Yes, government employee offered euthanasia. That means we'll kill you to a veteran, folks. Um, unbelievable. This came from the countersignal.com. This is what they think of us, folks. This is what they're trying to offer us. They seem to be offering death on every and any level, whether it's war or if it's medicine or if it's having your children be convinced they need to sterilize themselves, right? And if you don't want to do it openly, then why don't you just take the Jim Jones juice? And what did I read? 40% of pregnancies. Just a statistic. Go ahead and fact check this. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm not the one claiming this. Other experts are claiming that 40% of pregnancies are terminated when one or both of the uh, participants have been Jim Jones juicinated. Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. <sighs> I mean, how do we fight internationally when we don't even control our own country? How do we how do we make sure that SHTF doesn't get any worse when we don't have any power and authority over the means of production and life? and the entire system we live under. Well, we're getting prepared, right? We, we're getting a, a food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine. We're getting all these things so that we can uh, win a war of attrition, right? They, they can't starve us. They can't, you know, poison us. They, they, they can't attack us. All these things, uh, right? While we fight over who controls our own lives and then our, our local government, state government, et cetera. But, you know, by being a prepper, we put in ourselves we put ourselves in a position where we can be patriotic and we don't have to quit. But understand, folks, even though we won't quit, they won't quit either. They won't give up, right? Liz Cheney and I had a field day on social media today, just putting out every last meme I could find, making fun of her and the Democrats. Liz Cheney vowed that she's going to do quote whatever it takes end quote, to stop Trump. She's not going to do whatever it takes to represent her constituents. She's going to do whatever it takes to stop Trump. She's not going to do whatever she can to make America great again. All she cares about is stopping Trump, folks. Now get this. Just as we won't give up our Constitution, the socialists, the Democrats, the rhinos, will never give up either. They just won't. Thank you, Jolene. Uh, they hate our nation. They hate America. They hate freedom. They hate our history, our traditions, our culture. They hate all of us patriots, folks, most of all. So now Liz Piggy wants to run for president, she says. Literally, folks, she got 25% of the Republican vote in an election against essentially a no-name candidate, someone who wasn't an experienced politician. She wants to run for president. Folks, it's not to be president. It's not to defeat a Democrat. It's not to protect our nation or make it better. Uh, certainly, her, her goal isn't to make America great again. Now, I would have really welcomed her message if she said, look, let's make America great again. But this is how I plan on doing it and comparing that to Trump and his version of Make America Great Again, right? Under the same Republican principles and guidelines and, and concepts and philosophies. That's not what she wants to do, folks. She just wants to defeat Trump, right? Luz, Liz, the biatch is only running to impede and attack Trump, not to represent any of us. That's what we need to understand about all rhinos, 
Republicans in name only, all of these politicians. They're not truly concerned about us. All she wants is to go after Trump because Trump is an American nationalist first, a pro-America first. Right. That's kind of why I support Trump is he is at least right hated by everyone else who hates America. So the enemy of my enemy is my friend when it comes to Trump. And uh, unlike 2016, uh, Trump now talks loudly about freedom and rights. He learned that. At least he learned that very important concept. Uh, so get ready for folks. Nuclear scorched earth from Liz Piggy, from 90 Proof Nancy, from Biden and the Biden corrupt uh, organization. Uh, expect scorched earth from the FBI and from Merrick the Douche Garland and expect it internationally from the World Economic Forum scum and all of the puppets that they control around the world. It truly is a, a very scary place we live in. We can win, folks. We can take control. This victory over Liz Piggy showed that they can't steal an election just because they want to steal an election. There were Democrats that went out and posted TikTok, libs of TikTok. They posted uh, videos and, and, and uh, message board saying, well, I registered as a Democrat in Wyoming and went out and voted for Liz. And she still, folks, even with all the Democrats that change parties just for the primary, it doesn't matter because in the general election, as a Democrat, you can vote Republican. As a Republican, you can vote Democrat or Independent or whatever you want. But they wanted to vote in the primary so they could try and keep Liz in there. And even with all the Democrats that switched over, and folks, that technique, that that strategy has been in play for decades. Even with all that, Liz only got 23%. Uh, while that doesn't represent a national referendum uh, on, on everything, it's another piece. Dozens of candidates that have gotten the Trump endorsement have won. Right. America's had it with these socialist scumbags who call parents terrorists, who look at someone and lie right to their face, gaslight them over politics and taxes and political philosophies, claiming that you and I, patriotic, taxpaying, uh, constitution obeying citizens, right, that we're the bad guys, that we've gone to the far right. While like no other time in American history, we have teachers trying to convince kids to either be gay or be another animal or be another gender or be and support another political institution that's not American, hate America. Never seen so much hatred for America as we do today. Yeah, I, I think it's the Democrats who have gone off the reservation to use an expression that is probably considered pejorative these days. Oh, I tell you. Let's do this. Let's get to uh, let's get to your thoughts in the Q and A. Are you ready? Right. Let's do this always, folks. It's funny how, how I'll do one video and everything's fine. The next video, I got to adjust the camera. Always adjusting the camera. Uh, there's so many topics to cover and ask, right? I, I titled this video uh, kind of the spy versus spy, and we're in SHTF, right? Uh, but there's medical crap going on. There's war crap going on. There's espionage. There's, there's bribery, buyouts, corruption, everything, folks. Everything that's going on. You know, I mean, just just talking about kids again, right? It, it, if you're, <clears throat> you know, you're not allowed to get a tattoo if you're a minor, right? DeSantis came out, and he's down there in Florida doing all he can to stop the wokeism, right, and 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 protect people in the state and make sure that their liberties, their freedoms, 
their rights are, are respected. So he tweeted this, right? He says, if a 14-year-old can't get a tattoo, that child, and it is a child, a legal minor, a child, a child is a child until they're either 18 or emancipated in 18. But he says, if a 14-year-old child cannot get a tattoo, that child uh, should not be able to take puberty blockers or mutilate their body by getting a sex change. And he says, gender-affirming care is a euphemism. That is to say, it's another term. It's a pretty-sounding term for disfiguring children. Oh, boy, I tell you. One second. <clears throat> and we're back. So, no tattoo? Under 18, you can't vote. Under 18, you can't drink. Under 18, you can't own real estate. Uh, then, yeah, if you can't do any of those other things, why should you be allowed to medically mutilate your body? Yep, yep. Go ahead and make that argument with any Democrat and imagine the fighting and screaming and yelling you'll get into. Now, let's do this. Let's get to your questions, comments, thoughts, people, places, other stuff. Uh -uh. Umehen says this, congratulations on another successful lap around the sun, <laughs> says Mikey G. I wish I knew what that meant. Umehen, what does that mean? Congratulations on another successful lap. Oh, it's a happy birthday, Mikey, says Heidi. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. So someone's having a birthday. That would be Mikey. Um, another lap around the sun. I like to believe that the sun is going around me. <laughs> that the earth is the center of the universe. Uh, it's incredible, folks, uh, while we're on this topic. Am I talking about flat earth? No, I'm not. I'm talking about when heliocentrism uh, became the science, right? That would be, was that uh, uh, Copernicus? Yeah, Copernicus, right? Copernican model. He said, no, 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 the, the sun is the center of the universe and the earth travels around that. And people said, well, really, show us your science, right? Show us your math. And uh, the people in charge said, no, 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 we don't like your science or your math. We're going to ignore that and uh, we're going to lock you in a tower, tower, right? I believe it was Copernicus. And, and Galileo talked about there being moons that circulated around... Uh, Jupiter. So we have people who fought that and they, and they and it became uh, accepted that the earth traveled around the sun, the heliocentric model. And then some other smart people said, no, 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 we've got some more advanced science than that. And that is that, well, the sun has planets revolve around it. And then the solar system travels in a spiral arm in the galaxy the Milky Way galaxy, and we travel around the center of the galaxy. So it's not a heliocentric model. It's a galaxy uh, central model. And then they, they made more discoveries and they said, oh, no, no. Um, <clears throat> the galaxy is not the center of the universe. There's lots of galaxies. And they appear to be traveling uh, in, in a direction away from a center. And they came up with this big bang thing. In other words, uh, scientific evidence, mathematics, right? If gender was a human construct, uh, how do people repopulate? Why can't a, a man, right, without an operation and drugs, why can't a man reproduce children, right? Be, become and act like it's because science doesn't support that. Nature doesn't support that. They keep making up rules and saying, well, we don't need science now. We can, everything's a human construct, except unless and until they want you to take their Jim Jones juice. And then all of a sudden they say, well, science, science must, right? Anyways, this whole <laughs> Mikey's birthday, right? Uh, yeah. The people in charge, why aren't they just honest about it and come out and say, look, we've got all the money. We've got all the power. We've got all the guns and all the badges, all the right. And we're just going to tell you what to believe. Instead, they try convincing us and saying, well, you know, the science says. And then we find out that their science is a lie. 
so many lies in this big fat game. Anyways, ah, unbelievable. Right? Unbelievable. <clears throat> we got Gary D with a question. He says, I think the hospitals across the country should have to pay back the $48,000 per person for a Cerveza bug diagnosis and put it in a victim's fund. Thoughts? I'll tell you what. <clears throat> we have a lot of hypocrisy and lies in the medical industry, meaning pharmaceuticals, researchers, uh, hospitals that are part of corporate structures like a Banner Hospitals and Kaiser Hospitals and other hospital chains, as well as doctors and nurses completely sold out the people. Completely sold them out. Screwed them over. Now, go ahead and let's put up his comment back up there if we can, Jolene. $48,000 they got paid. If they put someone on a ventilator, they got money. Uh, hospitals continued again and again and again to profit from this. How else did they profit from this? Well, they, they profited, folks, by shutting down hospitals and sending workers home. When Cerveza bug first hit, they shut down hospitals and sent nurses and doctors home unless they were part of the essential ER ICU system. It was completely, uh, it became a completely unrecognizable medical system. And I read yesterday about the nurse who said, you know, smart people all of a sudden seem to not be smart at all. I'm paraphrasing. You know, they seem to give up on rational thinking and just did as they were told. And so the hospitals benefited from this greatly. Right. They not only did they get money from each person who came in and was diagnosed and then more money if they had to treat them and then even more money if they put them on ventilators. On top of all that, they saved millions and billions of dollars in labor, labor costs by just getting rid of the expense of having doctors and nurses on the payroll. Yeah, I think that for every dollar they got through that they should be held accountable and have to pay it back. And they may say, well, we, we, we paid the money out. Okay, go get it back. Well, we, we, we can't do that, right? It's always funny how they can't be held responsible. Now, the big question is, well, John, if we went and got all of their money, took the monies away from the hospitals, then, well, they would go broke and the hospitals would close and we wouldn't have hospitals anymore. You know, I'm not big anything on having the government run it, the government, you know, run the medical system. You know, I wouldn't say, well, fine, then the government just take control of the hospitals and, you know, pew, government run. I don't want government run healthcare. Hell no, I don't want that either. But if you fuck up, you break the law, you go to jail and you do everything they say, correct? Right? You make a mistake, not only do you pay for it financially, but they'll put your ass in jail for a year, five years, 50 years. They don't care right? because they say you did something very, very wrong. And you're like, well, but, you know, I was just driving. I was just driving the Uber. The guy told me to wait outside the bank. I waited. I didn't know he was a bank robber. And when he came into the car with a bag full of money, I didn't know it was a bag full of money. And then he told me to drive off. I, I didn't know I was an accessory to the crime. You're still an accessory to the crime if a crime has been committed. You should have known that the guy, when he pulled the mask over his face and went into the bank with a gun, was there to rob it. So don't play ignorant with me. So how does that relate to this? Well, uh, when you're a doctor and you know that the hospital is making bank on this system, they should have known better. Doctors are supposed to be brilliant. They're supposed to be brilliant and see what the hell is going on. And if they willingly chose to participate, they were what? Accessories to the crime. All of these doctors that worked in hospitals, all of these nurses that worked in hospitals, they should have known better because it was all right there in front of them. Every time you put someone on a ventilator, half of them die. You're doing something really wrong. You need to stop. 
Instead, they went along complicit. They took all the money. They screwed people out of health care. They screwed us out of tax money. They enriched themselves while pretending to be ignorant. Yeah, I agree. Hospitals ought to pay all that money back, not to the government, but into a victim's fund. And folks, I'm going to say the same thing about the pharmaceutical companies. I mean, I don't, I, it, when I watch television, half the commercials are for fast food, which kills you. And the other half of the commercials are for drugs to treat illnesses that I have never heard of. From bulging eyes, to twitching lips, to skin conditions. I mean, everything is a drug to try and make your life a little better, which has side effects which sound almost as bad as Jim Jones juice. These companies, they've got huge amounts of money, folks. We don't need any more drugs. We got plenty of drugs now. If my eyes start to bulge out of my head, they got a drug for it, right? We don't need these companies making $500 billion a year, right? Because the government mandated we take some shit that they say is safe and effective, but turns out it's not. They should have to pay all that money back. The pharmaceutical companies, I'm, I'm not happy with any of them right now. Uh, it's a big fascist game where the state has mandates and the people have to pay. I mean, the, the, their hypocrisy, folks, the stink of it rises to heaven. Now, there's a, a person named Nick Adams. Right. You ask a couple questions, three questions or three, three sentences. So he starts with, let me get this straight. Saudi Arabia is not too evil to be the United States' biggest military arms customer. Right. We love Saudi Arabia. They're not too evil. No, no, no. They're not too evil because they're the United States government's biggest military arms customer. They buy weapons. And Saudi Arabia isn't too evil for Joe Biden to drop to his knees and beg the crown prince, prince for oil. Remember, yeah, Salman, uh, almost said Salman bin Rushdie, uh, Salman bin Mohammed, uh, or is it Mohammed bin Salman, MBS. Yeah, there we go. Got it straight. I need to remember the crown prince's name proper, right? Well, he's not so evil, so bad that Joe can fly halfway around the world burning tons, literally, and putting hundreds of tons and hundreds of tons of carbon into the air. So he can go over there and beg Muhammad bin Salman for oil. They're not too evil for that. But we were told that Saudi Arabia... Uh, put some funding into Trump's golf tournament. And that was too much, folks. That's too evil for people to play golf that the Saudis are sponsoring in these tournaments. It, it's, it's hypocrisy. We're supposed to worship on one hand and then be mad and fearful on the other. We're supposed to worship doctors, but then, right, it's too much. It truly is, folks. Uh, you know, just say no to hypocrisy. This is why we're in the trouble we're in. People want to believe uh, what they're being told as long as, you know, it benefits them. You know, they're they're seeing what they want to see. They're, see. they're only seeing what they're told they should see. Folks, seven dead doctors in 14 days. That's fact, right? People are seeing this. They're They're writing about it. It's starting to become apparent. People are waking up. Right? The Jim Jones juice is a killer. In Canada, seven doctors now, dead, 14 days. Surprise? You know, unbelievable. And while we're on that, I just want I, the, the consequences, you and I, we've talked about it. It's coming. There's consequences for taking this Jim Jones juice, this experimental shit. People are still keeling over. They are. They're still keeling over. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, take a wild guess. Uh, high school basketball coach has, has, quote, died unexpectedly. 
cardiac arrest. This guy was only 27. Hey, guess, right? Guess what's going on? People are keeling over. They're lying to us. They're screwing us over. They're stealing our money. It's unbelievable, folks. All right. What do you guys want to talk about? What do we have up there next? Jolene, we've got Vincent Boyle from Belfast, Ireland. He has a statement. He says, I want none of my needs. I want none of my needs and need none of my wants. Thanks to the TPM family, the prepared mind family. <laughs> Thank you very much, Vincent Boyle. That's a, that's a terrific statement. <sighs> I want for none of my needs and need for none of my wants. That's it's a kind of a tongue twister brain, but if you read it, you'll see what you need to see in there, right? Nope, that was, oh, by the way, right? Uh, we have our newsletter that goes out. I want to thank Jolene for continuing to put that together. Uh, if you're on YouTube and you're not a premium member of the Prepared Mind Club, uh, you can get our premium newsletter that goes out twice a week anyways. Just go to the preparedmind.club and sign up for that, right? In fact, uh, maybe I can do this. Just put it right there at the bottom. That is now set up for you. Twice a week, we'll email it to you. Sign up for the premium email newsletter and it'll come to you twice a week. Uh, we have quite a bit going on in the world, folks. It's hard to keep up. I'm glad so many of you can show up every day, hang out and take a look at what's going on. Uh, but yeah, they, they've done this on purpose. They keep us confused, whether it's medicine, military, international affairs, domestic, children. They're trying to overwhelm us, folks. They truly are. I mean, uh, uh, Project Veritas, who has been doing exposés, they strike again, right? The Department of Homeland Security whistleblower is leaking joint intelligence bulletin on domestic violence extremists, right? The DHS, Department of Homeland Security, uh, warned that agents, warned the agents that the public, now they're warning themselves about you and me. They're warning that the public should not be aware of their new bulletin, folks. Quote, information contained in this intelligence bulletin is for official use only. No portion of this bulletin should be released to the media, the general public, or over non-secure internet servers. Right? Release of this material could adversely affect or jeopardize investigative activities. Hmm, that's pretty interesting, right? <clears throat> They're looking for domestic violent extremists again, folks. DVEs like parents and patriots. Right. And the Department of Homeland Security is predicting that violent threats may continue to escalate this year. <clears throat> it's important to note, I think, though, that folks that uh, we were warned by the founding fathers to, quote, fear the government that fears the people. Right. It's supposed to be serving us, and but it fears us and it hides things from us. It keeps secrets from us. Right. Our government keeps secret procedures, keeps secret files on us. And even though required by law to release information when requested, you know, the FOIA, Freedom of Information Act. Uh, they claim national security, which is their fear, as the excuse not to release information to us. It's it's unbelievable, folks. Oh, by the way, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> GOP, Republican representative, uh, the, the Pennsylvania representative, Scott Perry, he warned on Sunday that everyday Americans should now plan for tyranny to enter their homes in the form of federal agents if they refuse to play nice with the authorities. Uh, yeah, remember, this is the congressman who had his cell phone taken from him the day after they raided President Trump. Yeah, the FBI raided. They didn't execute, in my opinion, a lawful search warrant. It was a witch hunt. It was a fishing expedition. And the government refuses. They keep secret their affidavit. That is their justification for getting the search warrant, which was signed off on by a judge who defended Jeffrey Epstein over his child <clears throat> or, shall we say, underage prostitution uh, efforts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks, we the people need to be ready to physically repel violent, unlawful behavior, right? And it doesn't matter who the unlawful violent behavior is and where it comes from, whether it's some college goons on the street 
or somebody pretending under color of law to be right your superior and to arrest you right or detain you or rob you or screw you over got to be careful folks we got to be careful all right we're running out of time let's do this let's get to another comment question coming from you guys who do we have next jolene we got blue cord devil and I hope, I hope that everything's doing well with you, uh, Blue Cord Devil, and um, the family, et cetera. Uh, he says, uh, uh, niece is pregnant. <clears throat> prepared The prepared mother statement. Niece is pregnant. Husband in army. He took the Jim Jones juice. She has been to the hospital twice. Still 15 weeks out. He has deployed thoughts. Um we're going to have and continue to have lots of problems, folks, whether it's caused by the Jim Jones juice, the chemicals that they're putting in the food, or a combination of all of these things, uh, environmental stressors, psychological stressors. It's incredible what they're doing to us. It, it, it truly is to me incredible, the amount of damage that's been caused. Um, and the government's the, the creator of all these crises. Can you imagine a world where the United States government or the state government or the German government or the Russian government or the Ukraine government quit screwing with people and screwing with each other and screwing things up and just got the hell out of the way? Can you imagine a world where the government's not mandating something or punishing something? Now, I know that crime is crime and criminals will be criminal, but I, I, it's hard to imagine. And I, but I do imagine that that world once existed where people just did the right thing, lived without hurting others. But instead, we have people taking advantage, using their power, their authority, whether it's money-based or, shall we say, voter-based and saying, well, I'm the real power here and trying to screw everyone over. Right? Niece is pregnant, been to the hospital twice. I mean, I've heard this, this type of story for years and years, not just since the Jim Jones juice, but, you know, back when people came back, when men came back from the first Gulf War, they had Gulf War syndrome, people with all kinds of uh, problems, uh, reproductive problems, health problems, and it's continuing, it's persisting. <sighs> yeah, I'm sure the government would just love to offer uh, euthanasia. Just please kill yourself. Spare the rest of us the trouble of having to figure out what the government did wrong. Let's do it. I think we got one more question on the board. Says Jolene, let's see what we've got. And rut row. <laughs> ah, no. Not quite. Jolene, are you there? There we are. Sally Sue says, my best friend has said many times that she is coming to my home. If SHTF, I have encouraged her to prepare her own home and she has a few things here and there. However, her family buys a new car every few years. We always buy used cars to save on money. And her friend goes on two to three vacations every year. And, and Sally Sue says, we staycation to save money. How can I tell her she needs to contribute to the food stores here if she truly intends to use them? Um, you see, this is the trick, right? Family and friends that say, hey, I know you're preparing. I can see all kinds of problems out there, but I want to live at brand new cars and lots of vacations and eating steak every week, you know, at restaurants, right? That's expensive. And they're counting on you to store food, right? You're the ant and they're the grasshopper. They want to go out and have a good time and relax while you're the little red hen sowing the weed and harvesting the wheat and milling the wheat into flour, then baking the bread. And they just want to show up to eat it when it's time. Um, the little red hen is the story I'm going to point to for the solution. The little red hen says no. Nope, you didn't help anywhere along the way. And you knew all along what the end result would be, that that wheat would turn into flour, would turn into bread, but only if someone did the work, right? Put the time into it, the energy, the money, if you will. What I would tell your friend is, uh, you know, or your family members, 
look, if you think that you're going to come here when shit hits the fan, then you're going to pay me money right now. You can tell them I have spent $10,000 on preparatory items and food. If you want me to share that with you, then you need to give me $5,000 right now. You have money for new cars. You have money for vacations. And you have me to care for you if the world takes a crap. Right? I'll take care of you, but you need to pay for half. I think that's fair. Right? If they want you to share their food or share your food with them, there's two of you and there's two of them, and they just want you to hand it all over. Right? They want you to use your money to buy self-defense tools, solar panels. Right? It's not just food. It's so much more. I would make them pay. Right? See, that's the one resource they have. Many of us don't have piles and mountains and oodles and oodles of money. So we have to work very hard, sacrifice a lot, sacrifice our time, right? See, this, this whole thing about money doesn't even include the amount of time that you put in to learning and researching so you can be properly prepared. They just want to show up and have you take care of everything. I'm sure that they would want to show up and tell you exactly how to do things too. But it's not just food. It is the solar panels. It is the guns and ammo. Right? Everything costs money and everything takes time. That's what I would do. People say, ah, I want to come to your place when shit hits the fan. Sorry. It's not how the game is played. You give me money or you go somewhere else. Right? It's, I mean, when the rubber meets the road, and times get tough. It's going to be tough, right? It's going to be tough. You're, you know, we're all going to have to toughen up and tell people that we love. Sorry, too bad. Right? I've got all of my family out on the planet. None of them are helping me with a damn thing. You think that they want to come here to my bunker? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just sleep on the floor. Oh, really? You know, really? I don't think so. Right? There's people that I want to take care of and people that contribute and take care of me, right? And, and so they have the benefit, right? We benefit one another. For people who just want to live like they've got no responsibilities and then leave that responsibility up to you, it's your choice. You can, you can be generous, right? But you can also end up being a dupe to them and a sap. And I've heard people say, well, I'll just tell everyone that you've got food, right? That's a threat, Imagine, folks, the world burning like the summer of 2020 and someone you know, friend or family, saying, I'll tell everyone about you. That's a threat. That is not an inconsequential threat. It's kind of like the government saying, yeah, we're going to hire 87,000 more IRS agents. So you better not get out of line or we'll come for you. A lot of threats going on, folks. Same way the government threatens other nations, they threaten us. Right? People we know threaten us. People in other political parties and affiliations, they threaten us. They threaten me. They threaten you all the time. Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, who says, my patience is wearing thin. Oh, really? I don't care. No one asked you about your patience, you old jackass. But, you know, they threaten us. You you want to you wanna be soft? You want to give in? Well... There's a price for everything, right? I say, be the little red hen. You know, ask for help all along the way. Who's going to help me plant this wheat? Not I, says the dog. Not I, says the pig. Not I, says the cat. Then I'll do it myself, says the little red hen. It's time to harvest. She says, who's going to help me harvest this wheat? Not I, says the dog, cat, or pig. Then I'll do it myself, right? Chicken gets all the way to the end, has this bread, says, who's going to help me eat this bread? I will, I will, I will, say the dog, cat, and the pig. No, you won't. Right? And so the little red hen takes out the shotgun and blasts everyone to pieces <laughs> and says, you bunch of ingrate mofos. I told you, you should have helped. It's too late now. Folks, chance favors the prepared mind. I hope you enjoyed the satire, the humor, the facts, and the conjecture. God bless America. Semper Fi.